listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Young Beano in the house, like B&E. Why I'm looking so fly, I'm just being me. Moved up, weed in my girl clutch, white girls so the 12 ain't never really searched, smoke cars, swear to God, need a bigger purse. Royalty, I'm the boss, we ain't gotta work. Lay it on the island, she Hawaiian, wonder if she let me slide in. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod Ed. Karen. And we're in the house on a Wednesday, Walking de- uh Wait, Walking Dead. Game of Thrones Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> time, to, time to recap them thrones. Um, and, you know, to start off, I have some uh, good news and some better news. The good news is Justin is here. Yeah. And the better <laughs> news is we got nick jew in the house who you guys might know from what's the t podcast or twitter at nick jew what's going, hey. what's going on uh you know just chilling chilling well i'm glad mobbing whatever <laughs> i'm glad you can make it with us me too, um, me too. hi karen hey sweetie how you doing i'm good how are you good i everybody know i always love spending time with you me too it's we we do this every time i feel like i talk to you every single day because i listen to your podcast every day but i really don't talk to you every day so right <laughs> right it's it's the same here and it's funny though because when i listen to uh you and reggie you ought to see me at work and y'all be talking about me and i be responding back out out in the air i know they be like who the hell is she talking to <laughs> and just know no matter how much i like stunning them you are always my boo I was feeling away, kind of like I understand you're allowed to like a lot of different things, but um, yeah, I was hurt. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you. It's okay, we're we're good now. Um, what do y'all mean hurt? What happened, Karen? So Karen was like, I guess I should just let her tell the story because I'm gonna tell it like a bitter, jealous girlfriend. No, go, but she was ahead, talking about was how much she loves um, gaming and then some. She said it's one of her favorite podcast yes. but you know when you jealous and petty you don't hear details and all i heard was it was her favorite podcast and mm. i like started writing her a four-page letter <laughs> <laughs> oh karen i told you you out here but spreading I, your love all around in public mm-hmm. telling everybody who but you go with i love ev- come on i love everybody that ain't helping mm-hmm. <laughs> you, that's like if i came home talking about oh no baby i wasn't cheating on you i just love everybody <laughs> that's, not that, that's that's a little different mm-hmm. well podcast love is very similar to a marriage karen in my opinion but um at any rate um nick Jew man what's been up since we uh i mean it feels like it hasn't been that long since we had you on the show but you know what's been up with you um it really hasn't been that long i guess huh um you know same old same old working just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cent ducking all the scar joe stands in my mentions but still i rise like a misa on brown people's shoulders <laughs> <laughs> now um you, i did listen to the latest show and you were coming for scar joe pretty hard i um, was you and and you caught some backlash for that Oh, yeah, just like I predicted on the show, they've been in my mentions for the past couple of days. Before the show even dropped, they were in my mentions calling me a hater and this and that, whatever. And, you know, I'll be that. Wow. Like, now who is calling you a hater? Is it black people? Sterling. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, black people. Let me tell you, 
only black people cape for her this hard. Mm. I've never had a white person enter my mentions about Scarlett Johansson. Not enough. Never. Not enough white people follow you. That's all that is. Um, Probably. I'm gonna tell you this: white feminists love some scar gel but the thing is i have never come for her personally i have mm-hmm. never i don't know her i've never seen an interview of hers i've never come for her personally mm-hmm. ever it don't matter i know <laughs> yeah you say that like it matter like that's like right. when people be like it's like those people on a, on twitter that'll be like beyonce wore her hair uh this way but so-and-so did it first and then it's like wow everyone came for me yes everyone came for you yes <laughs> you knew what it was scar joe is they beyonce except they are way less reasonable about it because like yes when yes. Scar- like at least with scar joe like i mean with beyonce when she fucks something up even people that stand for her will be like yeah yeah that wasn't good you know what right. i mean right like like they won't be like oh carmen the hip hopper oh just you know like she's such a, she needed an oscar she was snubbed exactly yeah, yeah. but with scar joe man like she made that whack-ass lucy movie and they was like writing think pieces about how uh wage equality was about to change and women in hollywood took a step forward and i was like but the movie whack, whack though but i can't say that because i don't want to have to delete my twitter account again yeah you know uh, it is what it is man i don't i don't mind her not being able to to act because like the thing the role she takes are all the same it's all sexy white woman (laughs) right and i'm and i'm okay with people just admitting that like i understand that you find her very attractive i don't but I'm not coming for her attractiveness. What mm. I'm saying is her attractiveness makes people lose their like rationality. I get, mm. I don't know. Like, and it's interesting that it's her because I can talk about how horrible an actress Halle Berry is all day. Mm. Nary black man is going to jump into my mentions and call me a hater or tell me that I'm wrong. And she won an Oscar. Thank you. You know? So yeah, I mean, and I've seen, I think the thing is I've seen enough ScarJo movies where she's not just being the Black Widow for me to be like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, she's not uh, a very good actress. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, um, there's this thing called pornography, and if you have it, <laughs> right. you you have immediate access to naked hot women twenty four seven, so you don't really need to be like, oh, I like, I stand for this actress because she's attractive. When it's like, I don't really have to anymore. If she can't act, I can just go watch something else if I'm only watching to see how good she looks. Like, I know she's attractive. I know she looks better than me. I know she's more famous than I'll ever be, more rich than I'll ever be. I understand. Nothing I'm saying about her comes from a place of, like, jealousy or hate. It just, in my very humble opinion, I think that she is a terrible actress, mm-hmm. period. And my beef with the Black Widow character, I'm getting a lot of feedback and kickback off of, which I think is interesting because I am allowed to have an opinion. I think, because right. everybody, because my thing is, you know, she's always passing out and being draped in some man's arms, carried away to safety. Right. And everybody's like, well, Hawkeye needed to be rescued. But you did not see him draped in Thor's arms, being carried through the dust and smoke like a frail little wilted flower. That's mm. my issue. Are you on the team or are you a cheerleader? Done mm. and done. All right. Well, that is intersecting with a lot of... uh white feminist issues with her in the movie so you might be catching some of the blowback from that because there's been like a huge online debate about that concept in the movie and then right. people uh, allegedly running josh Whedon off of twitter although it's been confirmed that is not why he was run up off of twitter just like i said on the show 
um but uh yeah so there's been a whole lot of like even gamergate people are getting involved so there's been a whole lot of shit with that going on too so you might have got caught up in some of that you know where and like i'm literally exhausted like i'm seriously tired all jokes aside i'm tired every time i mention her name here they come and like it's it's okay if we don't agree but this is my opinion and i am allowed to have it like i was listening to your show i think it was from yesterday when you were saying like people who speak up and they have feminist issues with the character um and you just let them have their opinion. Like, I just wish people would let me have my opinion. Me not liking her as an actress isn't hurting her. I'm not taking money out of her pocket. No. I don't like her. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny because it's like, I'll see that and I'm just like, well, we won't be talking about it. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to change your mind. Everybody <laughs> wants to change my mind or tell me that I'm wrong or tell yeah. me this and that. Like, okay, I'm wrong. You are right. She is the best actress on earth. Black <laughs> Widow is the strongest of the Avengers. I humbly bow at your feet. Now just please leave me alone. Yeah, that's the thing. It never works like that. So right. why <laughs> even get into it? By the way, um, she was also great as her, in her, as a sexy. Cause you didn't have to see her face. Right. At, well, I was gonna say as sexy voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she was good as that sexy voice. She oh, nailed man. it oh man anyway she was like oh if you guys being scarlett johansson (laughs) (laughs) if you guys have any problems with these opinions make sure you hit up at nick on twitter (laughs) all right and Um, i'm gonna put that misa picture in the mentions and keep it pushing because i'm done talking about it yeah and uh by the way anyone that's upset i actually agree with y'all so don't write me um (laughs) all right (laughs) um let's get all the sponsorship stuff out of the way this is the blackout tips itunes stitcher you know where to find us this podcast uh has an official weapon and that official weapon is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and this podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions they've got a horror album out called all your nightmares which has 128 minutes of fucked up shit they're not screwing around with this album they're out to give you all your nightmares just like it says in the title if you like the horror genre you're gonna love this album check it out itunes all your nightmares and leave them a five-star review i will make sure to post this on the website as well so in case you ever wonder like where can i find the shadow dog stuff i didn't remember i couldn't find a link go to the blackouttips.com it's right there on the front page or you can look on the right side um in the uh little menu and click sponsors and it'll take you to all our sponsor copies that we've read on the show um we also have another sponsor this show is also brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel do you want to get some smooth skin hmm do you do you are you tired of razor bumps because bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com i have not had a razor bump since we started this shit and that was in january i love it um and i don't even have to shave as often as you other guys so i should be getting them i've not gotten one so uh what's your excuse okay you walk around looking all like the you know Loch Ness monster on your <laughs> neck, dog. You got to take care of that. <laughs> play um, tic tac toe on your face with them bumps. Right, and then of course we have um, 
uh sexier sponsor let me get some sexy music yeah 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 let me ask you something are you getting enough of course you aren't nobody's ever getting enough well i bet you love to get a little bit more well adamandeve.com would like to give you more with 10 free gifts first you'll get a sexy surprise for her second a specially selected toy for him and third a little something that you'll both enjoy plus you'll get six free full-length adult movies on dvd and number 10 free shipping on your entire order so what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts it's not very hard just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item it can be an adventurous new toy sexy piece of lingerie or anything you desire just enter offer code tbgwt at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts go check out adamandeve.com today select one item and get 10 free gifts including free shipping when you enter offer code tbgwt that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com I've been tripping in so many ways. If I go a single day without a taste of your love, the finest cuisine of today's world. Five stars, you're just so gourmet, girl. All right, all right. Let's get into what everybody came here to hear. them thrones time let's get into it um this episode um is episode four of season five so if Mm -hmm. you watched all of the leaked episodes you finally caught up with us holla at your boy (laughs) (laughs) welcome welcome back to being current with the show um uh, it was called sons of the harpy um and in this episode we got a bunch of stuff man we got uh john snow at castle black dealing with the politics of being the the head man at the castle we got sansa uh back at um uh back back home at winterfell um and her plight um we got littlefinger and his machinations we got uh king's landing politics with tommy in charge and cersei striking back so much stuff to talk about but as always i began by asking a very simple question karen what did you think about this episode i enjoyed it in the way that it ended i was i was looking around like is this the end of the season <laughs> i was like god damn it was true uh what about you nick Jew? what'd you think about this episode it was lit it was good i really enjoyed it it was uh, a lot of action uh, a lot of that good wordplay all around very solid episode yeah and as always man i feel like i gotta say it i, I enjoyed this episode a lot man and uh of course most importantly i enjoyed watching um danny paltrow pay that consequence mm-hmm. yeah sick of her sick of her play too much 
she mm-hmm. acting real white this season yeah danny johansson <laughs> <laughs> so um i guess we can go ahead and get right into it man you know we like to go down and break it down scene by scene and do the little recap thing so let's start with uh scene opening scene uh my man Joy was securing himself a boat a uh, boat big enough to put a imp size package in, in there because uh remember last time he had tied up uh the imp and put him over his shoulder and was like um i'm gonna take you to see the queen right nobody stopped him either yeah that's crazy right that big crowded ass city right (laughs) dude all and it's not like he put him in a sack he just put straight up ropes on him and was like i'm out right just like hog tied a grown man and threw him over his shoulder and just took him to the boat walk through there like the mailman it was like oh this shit normal (laughs) one that tells you how seedy that city was Mm -hmm. but but also that tells you how terrible of a friend varus is varus like "Mm, imp gone by (laughs) so um so jorah uh ties him up uh picks him up on the beach uh where he has him like pinned down to a sword puts him over his shoulder stows him on the boat like a sack of potatoes <laughs> and, and decides hey man it's time to row 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 your boat um you know all the way across the sea because you know he just kind of dips out and you're not sure exactly where he's going because right. when we left off last week the question was when he said taking him to the queen does he mean cersei or daenerys so mm-hmm. i said daenerys yeah and i said daenerys as well you know um but uh you know at, at the time in this at the time in the show we don't know Mm-mm. um then speaking of boats we cut to a much more bigger boat a merchant seafaring vessel and uh the kingslayer jamie was uh chilling his golden handed ass on the side <laughs> looking off to looking off at this island and uh my immediate thought when i saw him because up until this point i've kind of been like well it's kind of noble what he's trying to do but it's kind of foolish but when i thought about just him in his very modern looking clothes <laughs> looking over the side i was like this dude is so he stands out like a sword like a gold thumb mm-hmm. right <laughs> people know you have money they know you come from wealth or something just because of the way you're dressed yeah you know you're a golden-handed man in a strange land where you don't you know what i mean where everybody looks brownish and your white blonde ass about to walk up in there and he try to put on a tracksuit and a fitted right yeah he gonna try to do an espionage mission right he, he didn't even try to cover his go hand up with like a glove or anything or downgrade the wood right. or nothing he's like nope yeah he's like an nypd uh when they go undercover on the train they wear like new jersey uh new jersey uh devil's uh uh jerseys and shit like it's obvious you're a cop sir you know so uh he was looking out and um he kind of asked a question to the captain because the captain came over and was like sir jamie we'll be there soon or whatever and he was like hey man uh what island is that and he named the wrong island and dude was like that's tar and did you see the longing in my man's eyes when he found out he was sailing past his bootlings homeland mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked real drakish you know what i think he was thinking about his hand <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was thinking about that old tall drink of water brienne nah the only woman he loves is cersei but he was thinking about his hand 
because that's how he lost his head lying about that motherfucking island because he made that shit up remember that's true that is true because it's called the sapphire island and he was like yes jewels as far as the eye can see and if you if you don't uh rape her then you'll end up with all this riches from her family and stuff and they was like oh okay yeah that's cool but you think you kind of smart don't you let me see your hand um so he was just sitting there probably getting that phantom limb syndrome oh <laughs> lord um and um you know it's it's funny though because i thought i had this thought where i was like yo he saved her from being raped and that you know obviously is very admirable but they did then they wouldn't put her ass in the cage with a bear anyway and like, she got to fight a bear a bear a grown-ass bear <laughs> man her life not even like a cub, a full-size bear, and it's like not up. Winnie the Pooh, a mm-hmm. bear, a grown bear. bear. He ain't come with a tub of honey. What jerks! <laughs> um, so, um, my man Bron, who is in the most unwilling buddy cop comedy <laughs> since, yeah, well. si- since Forty Eight Hours, like. <laughs> He's pretty much <laughs> Nick Nolte in 48 hours. <laughs> I got to be here because I want to be here. Dog, he was given, when they went under in the, um, you know, the cargo hold, he was giving this nigga, Jamie, so much shade on the low. And it was all with question marks at the end, so it didn't seem. <laughs> the low, the high, the in between. When he mm-hmm. was like, we're going to rescue my niece. He was like, nigga, your niece? Right. Your niece? <laughs> like, okay then. He asked him, why, why are we on a merchant ship? why no lannister sales and i thought i know the tone of this this is mm-hmm. when this is like when you about to get in an argument with a woman that already know the answers <laughs> but but she asked the questions anyway like you know like uh so how was your game and you're like damn i didn't even go to the game mm-hmm. you know like that like he was asking them like that because he was basically like i already know what the deal is but you know why we on the merchant vessel why no lannister sales and he was jamie was like man we just doing this on the low and brown brand was like um well have you even been to dorn you know it you know do people even think he's cute you know <laughs> is he cute to people is he cute yeah to he look he look like uh look i'm about two days from retirement that's why i'm here fucking with you so yeah asking all these damn questions i was trying to marry a average ass looking white woman and you don't fuck you don't fuck that all all up up. right so he said um uh he he said look man um you got a gold hand a recognizable face you never been to dorn they fucking hate you there i've been to dorn all they want to do is fight and fuck and fucking fight and uh jamie tried to spin it on some like well that's good then you know what i'm saying and uh brian was like no it's not because i'm fucking with you so we only gonna fight we not gonna get the fuck and then we're gonna have to kidnap your uh and he was like um yeah we gotta get my niece and he was like niece (laughs) if you say so yeah okay (laughs) and i thought they do where you from okay and you know i kept thinking like at some point brian gotta let that slide right because that's his second (laughs) time that's his second time hitting him with the (laughs) yeah that's not your that's not your kid though okay (laughs) (laughs) is that the story we're rolling with fine uh, everybody know they talking about it in a barbershop like i don't know who you trying to fool right now but i'm not the one Mm -hmm. it's the worst kept secret in king's landing (laughs) so um you know brian was fed the fuck up man and so basically he was just like look man this is suicide mission and you he said if i was you if i had an army i'd just send a fucking army to get my kid back 
and he was like no uh because that was start a war he's like it has to be me and jamie and and so brian tried to bring it up again and he said it louder like it has to be me and that's when brian put it together that jamie's the one who set his brother free mm-hmm. and he, he goes so you said you set your brother free didn't you i bet your sister didn't like that right and uh jamie was like very set my brother free lies but he was like very set my brother free and then um brian was like look man i don't give a fuck he used to be my homie so if you ever see him give him my regards and motherfucking jamie was like um he murdered my daddy if i see him i'm gonna kill his ass then i'm gonna give him your guards split him in two and my man my man um my man brian gave him a look like all right then if you say so shit <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought we was cool um all right so we cut to cersei and her um you know her 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 conference call um at the weekly meeting this time they was um having they was having uh <laughs> they was having donuts brought in and right lord tyrell had the floor he was just presenting his powerpoint presentation about the debt <laughs> and he said um so the iron bank which is in bravos uh you guys might remember the iron bank from last year when um stannis had to go there to get funding mm-hmm. for his army uh so yeah iron bank wanted one-tenth of king's landing debt um and they ain't had a gold for that shit and so cersei was like uh do we got the gold and he was like nah and she was like nah, the money gone yeah she's like how much can we pay and he was like half of that maybe less he's like we could put something on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could put a down payment right what if we just put like half of the bill <laughs> and then like you know we won't answer the phone no more <laughs> um so i just felt it was funny though because i noticed on the low he slipped in uh and we can only pay half the debt but and because you know winter is coming and i've started to put something together now over the past few seasons i think winter is coming is just a catch-all excuse for when you don't want to do something that you mm-hmm. probably do because <laughs> you know last week it was uh john snow was telling uh stannis like hey man um you ain't gotta go but you gotta get the fuck out of here because like um winter's winter's coming coming. and like every time every time somebody don't want to do some shit winter's coming i want to i'm gonna add that to my daily vernacular for when (laughs) i don't want to do shit hey man (laughs) did you get that email i sent you oh man i i I was gonna send it a reply but you know winter's coming nigga it's july what are we talking about (laughs) yeah it's coming though it's coming at one point at some point it's gonna come my arthritis acting up yeah i need to be ready (laughs) winter coming (laughs) so um tyrell actually offered to pay the debt from his own family's fund but the lannisters are in so much debt with the tyrells i mean lady olina was bringing the shit up at you know at joffrey's wedding mm-hmm. like yeah you know how did they pay for this wedding Mm-hmm. they probably did oh. so um or maybe they didn't and that's why this one was low key either way that cersei knows that's not a good idea so she's like, nah, why don't you just go to Bravos and tell them niggas we ain't got it? You know? And he was like, oh, but my daughter could pay, you know, I could pay it. Y'all could just owe me and I'll and I have words with my daughter if, if she doesn't pay me back. He tried to do a joke and nobody laughed. Mm-mm. And they was like, nah, but for real though, we need to arrange better terms with the Iron Bank. We need to send someone of importance. You need to be the, iron, uh, the emissary for 
the uh crown and then they'll see someone of your stature they'll understand that we're not joking around right it was like go lower that interest bitch yeah we need you to refine this sally may real quick <laughs> right <laughs> get this shit lower you know and what was funny to me though is she says it'll be a statement about how serious they are and she's gonna send sir Marin to escort them sir Marin, if people remember is on aria's list Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and aria is in bravos so i don't mm. know you know i don't know if he gonna be the best security when he need to watch his own back <laughs> right she fuck around and be faceless and shift <laughs> changing and shit yeah just show be stab his ass in the face and be like oh what happened there so um <laughs> so uh anyway um sir Mern is going to uh escort tyrell to bravos um and he made a joke about i'll send the titan your regards um <laughs> he was juiced like was he super excited or did i catch that wrong like I, he just was like whoa okay ooh. i think he was trying to spin it into a upbeat move because he mm-hmm. didn't want to go he yeah. object he objected three times and she cuban beat the fuck out of him every time she was like okay bye mm-hmm, nice mm-hmm. to see you be on your way thanks so I, yeah. I didn't know if he was like playing that or he was really excited to go yeah i think once you pull an armed guard up there and be like he going with you you realize it's just a hostage situation mm-hmm. so, <laughs> you going yeah he showed he showed up with that so he's like well i guess i'm gonna tr- that's right mm-hmm, go ahead with him he gonna be sure you get there yeah getting kidnapped I, I will say this though sending an important emissary like tyrell could also end up being an important statement from the iron bank back to the crown by being like yeah y'all had half the debt so we like took half his arms <laughs> so oh. you know just just so y'all know we want our motherfucking money have a nice day because i feel like you know small claims court just not gonna get it done Mm-mm. when it comes to the lannisters and that debt um so cersei has a meeting with the high sparrow and they're getting to be old chums uh he brought his stinking ass up in her office <laughs> she was able to hold her poker face this time last time she was like y'all stank yeah, right it was too many hippies she's like i could deal with one smell yeah. like butt cheeks and feet she was like mm, mm, he must have mm, got mm. some sandals since then so he came through and uh she was like wine would you like some wine and he was like <laughs> i don't drink i would like to say it's because i'm so pious but be honest i don't like the way alcohol tastes and she slid her own drink to the side like well this won't be one of those discussions mm-hmm. which is probably better for her because she get out of pocket with the wine immediately too yeah like she fuck around and say some like you know for some filthy hobos you guys really do <laughs> you guys really do a good job um so she slid her wine to the side and started discussing some 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 uh political ideals she was like look man um the fucking uh high serpent or whatever his name was uh high septon that nigga was corrupt the whole church was corrupt they was fucking the nuns and doing all kinds of dirty shit um you know and then back in the day they used to have a faith militant and the faith militant was like the religious militia like armed a uh, armed wing of a religion which sounds crazy to me but hey man you look back in history man catholics used to have that shit you know mm-hmm. like it's definitely not that far-fetched mm-hmm. and they used to run shit like isis man just run up on you and be like well I don't appreciate this right everybody gotta die 
um so now cersei was like you know what um we need to bring that back and the high sparrow was like well i didn't come here for that and i didn't ask for that and she's like that's why i'm giving it to you arm them niggas up pick your best followers and bring back the the faith militant and uh he was like i don't think she knew what she was asking for i don't i think she did that's how evil she is it's her plan all along she like she on that hillary clinton like we all thought bill was running the country but hillary really was plotting and that's why she don't need to be back mm-hmm. what i say last week karen when motherfucking marjorie start dancing in that end zone mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i said this is a mistake young lady mm-hmm. and now look at it i cersei had a plan the whole damn time she's okay, like okay then her way of getting back right yeah. she's like oh i'm old <laughs> okay uh, okay bitch i'm gonna show you the queen mother i got your queen mother queen motherfucker wait till you see me next week because tywin did tommen ain't really running nothing marjorie thinks she trying to run stuff through tywin ain't no little finger ain't no Varys. cersei is the hbic period mm-hmm. she gonna have to holler at motherfucking lady olena for show mm-hmm. and get some get some of that knowledge because oh she about she, to get it yeah she is done on these streets right now man it was like um not to skip too far ahead but cersei served marjorie they ain't had one scene together the whole episode this mm-hmm. week she sent that little girl back home mm-hmm. anyway so she was like um look man we need to arm y'all niggas up and y'all need to get to catching up the, on these centers clean up these streets um uh, speaking of which neither here nor there um you know uh, what you think about sin and he was like look all sinners are equal before the gods and then she said that's cool but what about one in particular that i hate what would you say if i told you a great sinner is in our very midst shielded by gold and privilege and he said may the father judge him justly which is the most polite hit i've ever seen ordered on television ah! and it's funny too because at first i thought she was talking about herself like i thought she was trying to have a moment to be humble like oh you know we all have sinned and fall short my brother so mm-hmm. you know but she was like uh-huh. it's a um homo demon getting <laughs> there having homo sexual relations and spreading the glitter semen all up <laughs> all up through Go everything get so uh <laughs> yeah so so they cut to the sparrows tearing the club up i heard some three six mafia <laughs> yeah they went to the mall and did the purge that the baltimore police had swore was gonna happen yeah they uh, had that crunk me was like dun 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 they was like yeah. what's happening up in here man they broke the beer nigga the beer no sir no yeah, sir there's like no alcohol for you fuck all this and, shit and they wasn't asking permission or nothing they wasn't even telling people what they did wrong they just showed no. up with axes like beer nigga in the streets we done <laughs> all the barrels everyone sober today <laughs> so they was <laughs> so they did they did that um and they and by the way they kept um flashing in and out of the scene with someone that was getting like a tattoo like scar thing on their on their forehead mm-hmm. and you couldn't really make out their face but they you know like they slowly revealed that it was uh lancel mm-hmm. and apparently all the faith militant get a fucking tattoo bullseye looking thing on their head right that uh i guess it symbolizes that they you know about that motherfucking life um so anyway 
they they cut up all the beer and shit and then of course once you go to the alcohol you gotta, gotta go to the hose gotta go to the hose dog you got the alcohol flows first then the hose um oh shout out to the dude that uh he was he was uh serving beer or whatever in the streets and they fucked up his beer barrels then they went to kill him and buddy turned towards the soldiers that was looking over the, the and they right. pulled the uh, new york police officers <laughs> on there the blasio on that ass yep they're like nope we turn our backs yeah man them niggas pulled that judas on them like Mm-mm. we don't we, we ain't fuck with them we ain't even see nothing dog mm-hmm. and uh let him die so then they roll up in the whole house you know a little finger establishment mm-hmm. he gonna be mad yep. little finger productions bam <laughs> <laughs> uh so they roll up in there and um they was like um it's some hoes in this house if we see them let them out and if you see them point them out yeah and they pointed them out and then they let them out and then they found the johns and they was like uh none of y'all get to live so they killed all the johns um but they they kept the hoes which hmm. interesting hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wonder what for you know i guess monks need sex too i don't know that they would just want to make an example of the men and like, maybe they're gonna turn them into uh i don't know yeah, yeah. They, they might because yeah, yeah it's just one of those things like oh you saying fuck you but y'all y'all free to go yeah so they um so then my man i don't even know his name but middle management pimp nigga <laughs> yes <laughs> the he, blonde one yeah mm-hmm. he came back and he, this is second time getting hands put on him because he motherfucking couldn't keep his mouth closed these dudes ran up in the brothel for the second time and was like we killing niggas and he came through and was like this is a lord peter bellish establishment and dude elbowed him like motherfucking jr smith (laughs) and was like um dog we don't give a fuck about that and i'm like yo they don't care about peter baelish and his hoes making a living wage Mm-mm. and then he and then you would think that would be enough to leave well, that's your warning dog but he's white so <laughs> he, he had to investigate <laughs> the rules don't apply to me yeah he had to investigate and he rolled up <laughs> in the back and you can hear the faith militant talking and they was like um boy, boy yeah yeah boy fucker and all this other like anti-gay shit and um they had a, a john and uh looked like a younger male prostitute and um the gay the the john was like a noble of some of some import i'm assuming because he was like um hey man i could pay y'all and y'all could just let me go and they was like oh you gonna pay and uh they went to go stab him and then um that's when middle management dude was like uh-uh i'm out right i've seen too much um i'm so sorry yeah of all the penis in westeros why we have to see this one yeah yeah so uh the homophobes was very upset um then they came and got the homie lars the guy who uh cersei has promised to wed who she's supposed to go live with mm-hmm. no more like they locked his ass up um and decided that he was a prisoner because he was gay and now i'm assuming that's who cersei was talking about when she said mm-hmm. there's a sinner amongst us she put a hit on that nigga um and i told you i said marjorie 
you motherfucking high stepping to that end zone you ain't securing that ball Mm-hmm. fucking with cersei and you got tom and dumbass out here talking about i might hit you wouldn't you be happier in casterly rock apparently not <laughs> this this shit is what makes cersei happy <laughs> oh so she was so in discord so um <clears throat> marjorie comes busting up in thomas uh room and i have a question yes um you remember the dude that got the tattoo on his face i wonder because he slept with her i wonder if he gonna come out and say something and end up turning all this righteous shit against her well see i don't know that he knows she's behind it right now it could happen though but um his whole thing when he talked to her before was like i'm off this path and i apologize for my part in making you dirty and remember she told him like nigga i'm the dirty one i'm crazy you ain't i manipulated you now get the hell on so you know i could definitely see him you know having some conflicted feelings or whatever but i don't think he would hesitate if it came down to like having to kill her or some shit or her getting in his way that's what i thought yeah i, I think that this may be uh part of or have something to do with her getting fucked up because like mm-hmm. you basically gave them the authority to fuck up sinners yeah yeah i mean and that don't mean you are above this well if i was her i'd be worried about Tommy because you know she does all this shit because of that prophecy about her kids dying but then she enables the tools for her kids to be undermined and killed like it's mm-hmm. you know it's her fault like you know yeah yeah because the more more i think about it it's one of those things where they were like well your boy you know wasn't born properly mm-hmm. so as far as we're concerned um he got to die yeah and once the you know faith militant got the streets I mean, what 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 time is supposed to go? Just stay in the castle all day like Joffrey? Like, you know, shit, <laughs> shit is real on these streets, man. And she she sows the seeds of discord so that she can have her own piece of the pie. But because of, you know, the sexism of, of power and how a woman can't really hold on to it in, in King's Landing, she ends up manipulating all these people. But by manipulating them, she also weakens them. And by weakening, mm-hmm. you make you make them susceptible to being overthrown or killed because you don't let you're not toughening them up. And Tommen's a, a perfect example of this. Oh yeah, because he's soft as marshmallows. Yeah, and so Marjorie busted <laughs> in, and she's like, "Why is my brother in the cell?" And that is the second, like, that is second only to why is your dick on the dead girl's phone? You know, mm-hmm. like was- she was like, "What time your mama leaving?" Yeah, <laughs> it is past time for her to go. It is mother-in-law 30 around this bitch and she need to be out right and and poor thing like i said the reason why i say he's soft as a marshmallow he just got pussy for the first time so in his mind everything is great and oh baby don't you love me and she was like nigga i put this pussy on you because uh i was trying to get something Mm -hmm. and your mama is fucking my plan up so these questions he didn't even know it was a fight that's how how oblivious that poor child was right he had no why is the vagina yelling at me right yeah he had no (laughs) idea that was even beef happening Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so he was like uh what are you talking about she's like your mom your mama she the worst you and your mama knew my mama was getting along girl i thought Mm -hmm. y'all was good and he was up in there like not my mama biscuits um (laughs) so she was like look i can't stand to have my brother locked away in some grimy cell and he said i'll free him and then she immediately snapped into like manipulative mode she like grabbed his hand lifted up her chin towards his face and said do you promise and he's like you know of course and then the next scene is him walking up into cersei's room but uh or cersei's office but here's the thing 
cersei was anticipating this how could i tell mm-hmm. she already had her wine out oh, she, mm-hmm. she was ready and she looked at him like boy take your ass up there if you want to she already knew he wasn't gonna do well, it she was so smooth though mm-hmm. he came in and was like yo what the fuck you need to free loris and she's like did you see me capture him do i have him in prison and he was doing the math in his head like mm, you technically didn't well you empowered the high sparrow to be able to have an army so he could imprison Lars. so fix it and she was like i did and your wife has every right to criticize we can't allow religious fanatics to arrest the queen's brother no matter his perversions Oops. sip she hit whenever she hit that sip man that's when she just said something evil she got to recharge that evil in her cup (laughs) i'm like her her levels went up because the 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 thing about her is like because she i guess keep him so protected he's just oblivious to life like Mm-hmm. it's like he don't know how to interact he don't know how to run shit and that was old boy stain it was like uh yeah bitch fuck you i'm going home you let me know when the king get here oh before so when he when marjorie stormed out the room like i'm going to my grandma's house he was like you you coming back though like so we can have sex again oh, like, he, oh, he, he don't know at all mm-hmm. he don't oh, yeah. get it poor thing yeah that happened the second time they, oh they, okay sorry yeah. oh don't worry about it we're gonna get to that because that was <laughs> hilarious that nigga face was hurt um, <laughs> like where are you going yeah. <laughs> why are you leaving not the vagina <laughs> so um you know and I, so then Tommy was like you know she was like well go meet with the high septon then if you, you know you so big and bad and he was like I will I'm gonna go talk to him uh, and I kept thinking like she put him in a position where he could have died cause you're going, yeah, you're going to confront the streets right now and then your dumb ass when he died gonna be all like the prophecy no i think she kind of knew that she sent him out there with some goons Mm -hmm. she had you know uh riley cooper and them with him so i think she was kind of confident in the fact that he wasn't gonna get hurt too bad yeah she knew that he didn't have a heart to do it Mm -hmm. that's that's the only reason she sent him because she was i'm just saying if he would have surprised her or if the other people would have just sensed weakness and been like fuck it we kidnapping the king too mm-hmm. she would have been mm-hmm. hurt she would have been hurt and poor, powerless poor thing. he walked out there like white lives matter y'all what was what's going on here? why can't we why can't all we all matter. be friends and they was like Mm-mm. they yeah. was like we will fuck you up he was like you know what i'm i'm i found another way so he, but he, you know what cersei mm-hmm. is a lot of things but she's a mother hen and i think her little um ally situation with the high scepter she knew nothing was gonna happen to tom and i think her and the and oh stinky dude they have a little thing going on and i i think she knew like i don't think she would have just sent tom and over there yeah i guess my point is she doesn't she thinks she can trust people she doesn't have nearly as much control as she thinks Mm-mm. right like right. they're like, on her way yeah if they would have just like kidnapped his ass right then what was she gonna do a stab him and be like nope because you know she she still like at the end of the day like you said she's a mother hand you put a knife to her kid's throat she's done she's right. all right the fight's gone what do you want me to do um so anyway uh they go send this nigga to confront the high uh the high sparrow he shows up he like uh is the high sparrow home and it's like uh he ain't here right now he praying 
and he was like but i need to speak to him and they was like nah and so the knights that were with him was like give us the word we'll clear all these motherfuckers out and the sparrows like all kind of like grouped up together because you know now they're the faith militant they're like won't mm-hmm. start none won't be none yeah they're like we it's gonna be a fight and tommy thought about it for a good second he was like i'm in the front line hold up well my thing was i don't think he was scared of being injured i think he just looked at it like i'm this is not a situation where the people are with me because in the background people were calling him an abomination and a bastard and all that because right. mm-hmm. they were basically like your ass ain't the real king we know that you and your mama and your daddy are brother and sister right so um you shouldn't be on the throne and so uh he realized the streets wasn't with him and he was like no we'll find another way and he comes back home and marjorie's sitting up in her room Mm, not laying happy that, laying that thing about you and he said um there was no way to free sir Lars without violence and she was like when we add that caveat um <laughs> when i left i just said get my brother back i didn't say shit about don't do it violently <laughs> right mm-hmm. and then he said but don't worry i'm gonna speak with the high sparrow and she did this thing that is so good and i feel like only women are able to do this when you ask a question so fast there's no time to form an answer mm-hmm. it's like the sentence was finishing and her question was coming out he was like i'm gonna speak to the high sparrow i, I mean i'm gonna hit speak with the high sparrow are you when i don't know oh you don't know <laughs> like like she was pissed to the highest level of his but she was trying to still be cool with it but yeah she was hot right like cause she was just like this nigga can't do nothing right and so she that's was like he was looking like and i guess her thing was like that's why i told you to get this bitch out of here a while ago right and well he was she was like it's your fault for bringing it up to her mm-hmm. should have just told her go but you had to ask uh, okay instead of demanding that she mm-hmm. leaves because tommy ain't that kind of kid you know anyway so marjorie leaves she's like i need to go consult um i need to go and tell my uh grandmama what's up and that's my girl lady Olena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so she gonna be back and you know Please. she gonna have something to say to everybody i want to see her as cersei go at it she'll serve the shit out of cersei man but you know cersei she ain't gonna go down without a few little shots mm-hmm. oh it'd be some shots oh it's gonna be epic shade yeah how much they owe them to that's, mm-hmm. see that's the big joke because she's just gonna bring up that money mm-hmm your um, broke ass right with your broke ass give me my money back then <laughs> i see you walk around here in new jordans <laughs> so then um marjorie left with the vagina and nobody respects tom tommy he just Mm-mm. was sitting there looking stupid like the vagina's leaving the vagina's leaving right, he was so confused he was like i felt like, so bad for him he was like, when, you, when you gonna come back he didn't know there was a fight he didn't know what was happening he didn't know he didn't know nothing nope um so lady stannis was up in uh castle black talking hate (laughs) nass talking to lord stannis uh uh talking to uh um fuck is his first name the the other stannis god damn it uh so his name is stannis baratheon Baratheon, yeah my bad so lady baratheon was talking to stannis baratheon my bad fuck that up so um they sit up there chilling and she so mean she was looking at Jon Snow like, "What you seeing him?" <laughs> and he was like, "He was like, um, he the fucking first of all, he's the Lord of the motherfucking Castle Black now. I mean, that's a come up." And she was like, "Yeah, 
but he just a bastard by some tavern slut and he was like mm. he was like perhaps but that wasn't ned stark's way so i think he was trying to imply like maybe he's not really a bastard we don't know um mm. and she and she took that as well you looking at this boy so hard i should have given you a son this my fault because mm. like you're not proud of our daughter this way and if we had a son like you just your admiration of him is obviously longing for the fact that you don't have a son and you feel like you know he's a a a, a, a guy you would want to take under your wing in, in a way um and he said that's not your fault girl <laughs> like you, need, you know calm down it's cool you know and um you know she was like she um, got mental issues she was like all i she was like all i gave you was weakness and then she looked over at um motherfucking fish face and was like look at her <laughs> all, she can't stand that little girl all scaled up and shit and he was like damn girl she was and then uh right when she was getting ready to go in some more on her daughter being all negative that's when melisandre showed up and was like um uh, girl them scars don't mean nothing to the lord of light she's like here go this bitch I, like i don't care for lady baratheon but mm-hmm. i gotta give her a couple for putting up with her husband's hole laying up all in their house and they gotta be friends and stuff but the shade is the like artistic design of it how she's like red hair and bright skin and colorful costumes and in comparison Stannis' wife just looked like a black and white movie. Yeah, she's so <laughs> like she's so homely looking. Yeah, man. You know, you know what's funny though. I feel like Stannis still love her. He does, I think. Like he just believes in obligation, and like until because I remember when he had when he fucked Melisandre, like she told him like you need to go fuck her, like mm-hmm. you need to get that on. Like she just, and I don't think it comes from a good place for her at all. She mm-hmm. just has such a low opinion of herself and right, her daughter. Right. She just like we trying to be king, so whatever mm-hmm. we got to do, you better go in there and have and sex with old Firecrotch. She was like, right. shit, I have sex with. Her. Every time she look at her, she look at her like she want to. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I remember when they shot when she bathed in front of right. her. Shit? Mm-hmm. Like so, I think she has a, like a seductive spirit. Well, you know, it's one of those things where she's like, hey, I'll fuck anything moving. Yeah. She sure will. Yeah. Nasty. Heifer. She will. She definitely will. Uh, so it's like, uh, so then Stannis, uh, and Melisandre were talking and Melisandre was like, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, uh, you need to make sure you don't trust in Davos this time and keep fucking with me because, last time you almost fucked everything up fucking with sir davos and he was like you're right you're right i'll fuck with you now and she he was like uh she was like so uh no he goes so who do you serve though because you know i'm saying i serve you and shit and she was like i serve my i serve my lord and i'm thinking that's the lord of light right Someone, someone else on my, I think I'm just gonna turn my mentions off when I live tweet because it's right. getting frustrating. You're right, just turn them off. Cause uh, someone hit me up and was like, I think she's talking about Jon Snow cause the camera kind of had him in the background when she said, I serve my lord. And I was like, nah, I, I honestly think it's the lord of light because that's all she care about. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like if the lord of light said, uh, for some reason Jon Snow was, his blood would help kill some people she would bleed this nigga tonight right 
like she don't give a fuck about this dude any more than any other dude on the show right um anyway but stannis you know i I feel like she's above her own morality and her loyalty or above conventional morality and her loyalty isn't to stannis it's to this cause of like owning the throne period right um and making whoever's on the throne have like belief in that fire god shit Mm -hmm. so um john was signing some papers as 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 part of the new job and uh when he's doing the paperwork sam was there he's like we need to get people to give us some soldiers so that we could watch the wall we only got 50 people left and one of the people they had to ask was ruth bolton john ain't want to sign it sam was like man you need to do the right thing and sign this shit because we need to help dog yeah because he got a lot of men and shit but ruth bolton also killed his family Mm -hmm. but here's my thing i wouldn't have signed it not i wouldn't have signed the thing because not because i feel like i would be so upset about the revenge and shit but you can't trust them boltons man Mm-mm. they fuck around and send somebody to kill you and you think they your boy and shit you know look at how um look at how ramsey betrayed uh reek you know uh right Theon. like he thought they was best fucking friends man like nah man i don't need y'all help and then that other dude that was an assassin um that was one of the boltons like he came with them to the motherfucking cat uh craster's home and shit right and 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 found um was brandon and was like i'm out yeah man you cannot fuck with them boltons man they shady don't send me shit anyway they just have to be lacking sam got him to sign it um and i just hate that's the thing i hate about john snow and I know everybody else loves it on the show, but I hate it. I hate when he just does the right thing. Like, dude, <laughs> you the right thing is going to get you killed eventually, man. Too much of doing the right thing is the shit that gets you killed. Like, sometimes you got to be cunning and be like, I ain't doing that shit. But he signed them papers reluctantly like Dame Dash with child support checks. <laughs> he just backed off hard when he signed it. And then uh, Sam was leaving, Melisandre came in she was like um uh hey how you doing um john and john was like what you want she was like you need to join up with our army and come with us and get revenge on your motherfucking uh family the they bolton's up in winterfell and uh, you could chase them rats out and he was like man i made a pledge to the wall mm-hmm. i don't know any time like i tell y'all this this is where i'm staying and she's like mm-hmm, that sounds good and everything but what about these titties? Yeah, she walked in there like she was making a fucking porn. She had no clothes up underneath her outfit. I was like, what is happening? What's the cameraman? How is she never cold? Ever. <laughs> Damn. She you know how, the internal fire that keeps her warm. You in the snow <laughs> with no no draws in the snow just chilling. No bra, no Nothing. Just a She sheet. be cold because her titties, they look like teardrops and they be smiling when mm. she gets a little cold. <laughs> Well, she definitely pulled the titties out again. Again. And, and he was like, you gonna show me some vision in the fire? Forgive me later. I don't trust in vision. She was like, you trust in these titties? He was like, uh, they are titties. And then she put her, his hand on her titties, like, feel my heartbeat. And, which really means feel my titties, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, these young niggas normally fall for that. Um, but John has had sex before. Right. He hadn't had any since Ginger Minj died, but, you know, he has had some sex. Um, and she said, there's power in you. You resist it. That's your mistake. Embrace it. 
then she gave him a lap dance and was like the great lord made us male and female and all this shit about we need to combine and there's power in that and the power to make light terrible ass lap dance i wouldn't have gave her 20 for that the power to make light and the power to make the cast shadows and i was like like the ones that come out of your bewitched ass pussy don't do it john Ah, he better not don't want them shadows um so i was yelling at the tv too like don't you touch him stop touching him yeah right (laughs) like that's enough close enough <laughs> i don't want to come in like a like with a like at a high school dance where you just have a ruler <laughs> three feet apart everybody three feet apart um so um he said to her i don't think stannis would like that very much and she said then we shouldn't tell him Ooh. i was like hold up she get down like this um and uh he said look man i can't do it i'm still in love with this girl and she that's dead and he was she was like the dead don't need lovers only the living he said i know but i still love her right i said you a strong man john mm-hmm. and she was got salty and when she left she said you know nothing john snow oh <laughs> salty yeah. hey your mic is uh giving us a little bit of static i don't know if like a chord got hit or something is um, it still doing it yeah. yeah i don't know if maybe let me go run and something. grab another pair of headphones i'll be back all right okay all right um y'all know where that came from me neither yeah it, it was, might be a cool because one time they have there's a whole fucking show that's because some cords it crossed yeah it could just be a cord crossing or something with some power or something um so we'll keep going in the interest of time so um fish face has showed up to her daddy's uh office and uh you know she i was glad for her because you know it's good to see fish face be able to get outside of the house you know um and it's like every day for her is take your daughter to work day (laughs) (laughs) and um and she was like uh, and then she came in he was like you bored you lonely and she's like no i'm just chilling he said well i know castle black is no place for a child and she said i like it i thought i'd be left at home i know mother didn't want to bring me and I'm like, that's right, your mama don't love you. Mm-mm, and tell you every day. Then she said, are you ashamed of me, father? And uh, I said, this is Stannis' only shot to keep Skelly Face off the pole. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, and he did. He, he basically told her, like, girl, there was a story about I bought some shit and got ripped off but it was like a doll for you when you was a kid and you had got sick and i had called everybody to come save you and shit and people was like i need to send you off to valeria to live with the stone men which i guess is like a leper colony or something okay and um he was like but i ain't do that shit and we saved your life and you are princess shireen of the house of baratheon and you are my daughter and then he hugged her and mm-hmm. I was like, man, got a little dusty up in there. Mm-hmm, yeah. A little bit. He mm-hmm. really cares about her. Yeah, Stannis be showing love, man. Like, he's a man of principle, regardless of how you feel about it. And I said, I think it was season two or three when he stormed uh, King's Landing. He got a point, y'all. Them little bastards shouldn't be on the throne. He right. I mean, he is the rightful heir to the throne. He's yeah. the, the true heir. They're not Baratheons yeah and oh your mic's still breaking up so i think it's the mic cord try moving i I completely like switched out the mic cord hold on hello nah still doing it is it a cord over top of it or anything a crossing it yeah sometimes that happens 
Mm. Uh, maybe that was it. Let's see. Let's keep talking. Hello, everybody in podcast uh, land. Why does my equipment not work? It's <laughs> still static. I'm gonna hang up and call you back. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. It. Hopefully, it's a Skype connection thing. Yeah. Never could tell with right. these joints. Um, you know, it's always something. Swear I do this every week. What the heck is wrong? I don't know, man. It's yes, yeah, it's, it's still giving me some static. It's like a light static. Yes, yeah, it's just a light static sound. Yeah, like wires might be crossing. It's so interesting. Let me try one more thing. Okay. No problem. Because I know that's happened to us before. Yeah, you never could tell, man. Like, All right. I it just came out the blue too. <laughs> I remember one time we recorded a whole show with the mic like that because we couldn't hear ourselves back. And then I I heard it at the very end. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, I was editing that shit, and it was like a pop every couple seconds. It was so annoying. I was like, "We can't put this out." But uh, it's a live podcasting drama, guys. All right, just how it goes. Still hear it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's the mic, not the headphones. I don't like. I don't know if maybe you can unplug the mic and plug it back or something. Maybe that'll Let's work. See. I have no idea um, what's making it do that because yeah, it was it sound like a like pop. It was fine. Yeah, I think like she hit the table or something, just talking, and then the shit just hello. Not still doing it, man. That sucks. Um, well, we're almost done with the episode. I'm gonna go because I don't want to mess up the sound quality of the show. Or maybe y'all could call me on my phone. Yeah, I can call you on your phone. phone. I got your okay. phone number. Yeah, you can keep. Yeah, your let's phone. do that. All right, let me let me call you on Shanique's phone. Um, uh, let me see here. Yeah, definitely don't want to lose Nick Jew, man. Come on. Um, I hope I called the right number. Are you about to see? Yeah, if I didn't call the right number, we're about to get a surprise together. Hello. Hey, hey. there you go. Hey. All right, man. Let's let's do this bad boy. Um, and yeah, I don't. I, chat room. I don't know what it was. I don't think it was a bandwidth. Uh, mm-hmm. it could be, but you never know. It's live podcasting, y'all. Right. So, um, yeah. So we had to. Where the pro- every week like i don't understand what's the problem <laughs> <laughs> i know she like me and reggie do this all the time what is happening today all the time. yeah she took the reggie role on our show and uh back in the day <laughs> <laughs> where where reggie sound like he calling from underneath the bridge by yeah. his mama's house she be like come on reggie Listen. <laughs> so um, I, I love you though reggie i love you though you done moved on up you on top of the bridge now so sansa um has gotten so used to being alone she's down in the dungeon at winterfell lighting candles and shit and i feel like this is what happens when you spend a better half of like two or three years just hiding from your uh husband to be uh so you just get habits like hanging out by yourself in dark places um so she was down there lighting candles on these statues and little finger showed up and he's like uh-huh what's up girl with his pimp hat on i figured you'd be down here and Leanna is apparently her like aunt who is dead and she was supposedly very beautiful and uh that's the statue where she was lighting the candles of uh Leanna. and so or liana and uh little finger was like oh liana yeah that you know that's your aunt and signs was like yeah they said she was very beautiful and i'm like she must have been like walona status because apparently they had like this big uh i don't know like meet like almost sporting event you know maybe like jousting and all that shit where um 
the knights and all the stuff would meet up and uh fight for sport and apparently the last round was sir barristan that's how old he is uh versus rhaegar uh targaryen who one of the dragons is named after who is also uh daenerys's older brother uh although i think she may have been born after he was dead or something and uh rhaegar um had a was married to elia martell elia martell is the person the freaky prince was mad about when he was fighting the mountain when he was like you killed her children you you raped her that that yeah that was his sister so it's all it's all come full circle like sound like rhaegar was like that the was, fucking jumping off point of all these problems uh, right okay that makes sense now i didn't know that mm-hmm. so that's why he was mad and so because that's the woman he was talking about yeah alien martell was <sighs> raped and killed by the mountain right so it's all kind of coming together i don't have all the pieces but a lot of the pieces is in that shit right there so but anyway so Ragar apparently beat sir barristan and the motherfucking last event he won like these blue these white winter roses blue as frost and his wife was there and he walked right past his wife and gave them roses to liana um and was like hey girl what your name is and um he said how many ten little finger says how many tens of thousands had to die because Rhaegar chose your aunt and i love this part um because sansa was like yes he chose her then he kidnapped her and raped her and i raped her mm -hmm. and it makes you think like one just men versus women right like Mm -hmm. just the the pure sexism and misogyny involved in these narratives but two history is told by the victors and like depending on where you're from that might determine who tells you the history right and the version you hear right and the north never forgets so these niggas like nah 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 b you stole her and raped her and it's fucked y'all all day forever right she didn't go willingly right and and then you know the targaryens and shit since they kind of rose to power and all that it's like well we tell the story we want the way we want to tell it and we was in love and so you know little finger tried to be like well some you know some people say they was in love and shit and she's like nah nigga um mm-hmm. ain't, ain't, ain't no love going <laughs> on there right and so and i like that sansa was catching on because she observed that and then she also was like uh i noticed you got your riding clothes on you about to travel somewhere oh yeah she paying attention she paying attention and i think that uh my personal opinion i think that she's going to be a little safer there than he thinks because a lot of those people are like the north never forgets you know when she was in that room with that woman so they fuck around and fuck her up they're gonna have problems with them people Mm mm-hmm so um Littlefinger was like yeah i gotta go back to king's landing cersei called me um and i thought and he was like plus i want to go see how everything's going up there and i'm thinking to myself like yo this could be him getting killed because he one he feel real secure right now that's always bad right uh all this scheming and shit two she let them motherfuckers break down his brothel business and everything so she obviously is not holding him in the highest of regard right now Mm-mm. and the way she's trying to manipulate this shit into like sinners versus the church i mean who does more sin than Littlefinger? all right she's gonna have him on the list mm-hmm. so he need to watch his back if he go his ass up there because they fuck around 
and the fact that he ain't got no fillers on the ground he don't already know how it's going that's a bad sign too but right he's he's basically out of the loop yeah he gonna show up there and be like what happened to my hoes and then they gonna kill him <laughs> right uh so but he does see all the angles and angles in the north and he basically told sansa like because she was like you gonna leave me by myself he's like you won't be here long because dennis baratheon's about to have to ride out and come and attack this castle and save you and then he's gonna make you the wardess of the north a uh, wardeness of the north because your name is really important and they need the soldiers and shit and um i was like it's crazy how he sees all these angles and of course he said it wouldn't take long because he wants to do it before winter's coming mm-hmm. right and he says a betting man will put his money on standards because she was like how you know he's gonna win he's like got more people you know uh he's a better tactician when it comes to fighting wars and he says a bed man put his money on standards and as it happens i'm a betting man which he is and he normally bets very safe bets um so he's like but sans was like but what if that shit don't happen i'm just fucked up in the game <laughs> right and he said nah if it don't happen you take ruth bolton and you make him yours he already is obviously very smitten with you um and you know ramsey not i'm sorry yeah ramsey uh my fault <laughs> Ugh, disgusting sorry about that guys uh he's like ramsey gonna you know he gonna want you and shit so you just you gotta put your feminine wiles on his ass and little finger is so smooth and such a good pep talker he got me thinking sansa can do it now she don't know thing one about no damn sex really but mm-hmm. i really was like she could do it you know she got the same thing in her you know that fight that her fight just gonna be different it's not gonna be like Arya with the sword she's gonna have to fight by manipulating these men um yeah, she and she said watch, oh go ahead she gonna watch out for them women because them they have them salty faces looking at her bring her ass well that them. one particular woman that's his lover mm-hmm. that he took uh mm-hmm. you know like she definitely don't fuck with sansa and she definitely gonna fuck ramsey as soon as she can to make sure that she is back in the fold and that sansa knows the pecking order around there like i can see it on her face like mm-mm, i'm gonna fuck him again so you know what's up so uh she said his father frightens me and Littlefinger was like he should he's a dangerous man but even dangerous men can be outmaneuvered um and i'm just and so she was like i could do it he, she said by the time i get back i expect that i'll be married uh and he was like he gave it this look like that's what i'm talking about girl mm-hmm. um and he told her that she had and then he oh, her down. yeah he told her that she had learned to maneuver from the very best by the way and I, yeah all i could hear was And then he slobbed her down. Mm-hmm. He's such a pimp. He gotta go, man. Like, I get that he's so smart and cunning and shit, but he goddamn disgusting, man. Ugh. Pimping that little girl. Alright, I think he's in love with her. I don't even think, I think he's in love with her mom. And she's like a image. She just she's like, like a photocopy in his mind, you know? Yep i mean he he was raised with her folk and she probably been in love with her since she was a little girl but he never he never was nobility so he couldn't marry her and shit so he probably been falling over getting some of that 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 uh lady stark offspring 
anyway um he kissed her on the lips and uh you know then he left um and so uh we cut to dorn uh Brian and and J- jamie they had gotten off of the merchant vessel before they could reach old town and uh they were they were swimming they were uh boating and rowing in the dorn and i'm like i know Brian did all the rowing and shit because he got two hands mm-hmm and then jamie fell asleep on the snake pillow and Brian saved his life right um and then they ate snake dogs and like shit. beef jerky right <laughs> uh and they talked about how they wanted to die and Brian said uh i want to die a boring death because my life too trill in these streets <laughs> it's uh, surreal. yeah the game and young thug trying to get me and i'm just trying to live uh, i hope i die rich with my kids begging for my money and he asked jamie how he wanted to die he said in the arms of the woman i love and then brian did that same thing he always do with the question marks he said does she want the same thing i said there you go (laughs) brian i want brian to have a spinoff show called keeping it real with brian and he just (laughs) all he does is just interview people and call them out on their bullshit with question marks that's it that shit would be dope um uh so Brian already knows that the captain lied because he was like yo man that captain lied dog he not he gonna snitch on us and tell everybody that we here because everybody hates your family and he and Jamie was like nah I paid him off we good he's like that don't mean shit he's like yeah he got the money already he can get some more money by snitching right he was like what about you don't understand these streets don't you don't understand sir Mm-hmm. I don't know what that sentence means, Karen, but okay. No, he <laughs> No, he was like, You don't understand the streets. Like Yeah. You paying that money is not gonna keep him from telling on you. Just your lack of knowledge on how things operate. Yeah. So I um so then these four soldiers came up and I wonder if the soldiers knew where to find them because the captain was snitching or if it was just a random stop and frisk. Cause mm. they just came rolled mm. up on them and was like um like right to their area was like what y'all doing over here i i think it was a stop and frisk and the reason why i said that is because later on you know you know they basically had to do there and was like yeah he told me yada 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 they didn't know where they were at that time yeah because she was like we basically gotta get the little girl for they do so i i think they were just doing their patrol and was like hey you don't belong on the sand so jamie and, and uh, they was white yeah they is white that's true yeah they probably they ain't brown there was a like, no son kissed you what's happening here maybe it's the opposite there though it's like nigga you white get up <laughs> right what you got on you some drugs i know you got something on you boy um uh, so they basically was like um what y'all doing here and i know y'all from king's landing from the out uh, from the um from the accent and brian was like yeah gave the story about they boat capsizing and shit and jamie was like um yeah man we were scared some sharks was gonna eat us they don't have sharks in dorn right he was like nigga sharks what jamie can't lie right nope because he is terrible with um like i said not not knowing that not not ever being there before not knowing the history yeah yeah the sapphire lie about the jewels and tarth and now this shit so um <laughs> Brian um was like fuck well, guess we got a fight and they told him put the sword in the sand he did then he took a throwing knife and threw it into one of them's uh throat oh, yeah, he and he cut the legs off of one of them's horse and like all this shit uh which was dope so um actually you know what guys i have to take a little bit of a break i have to pee 
Oh no, not you. I know. This is a first. Here you guys go. <laughs> Listen to the sounds of Willie Hutch. He was spinning signs around to this song. <laughs> they had all them lights down there. Oh, yeah, he tipped that hat to the side. You know how the game goes. Just because me. Right. He had a fresh, fresh firm, too. That, not, that nice roller set, what you say? He probably, he probably doing a two-step when he walked up to it. Did a spin with it, too. His pip hand's strong, y'all. Real strong. Yeah, he was like, don't leave your hole with me. He probably played this song for the whole lineup before they get picked. Everybody, come out ready. Right. Yes, from now and every time I see him, this is all on my heel. I'm gonna have to have it queued up in the background. Like I wrote a raisin to this bitch I used to see. Right. Oh, big ass carcetti. Right. You think he wear a tight leather vest? He's supposed to be like he's supposed to be pimped out like a Cadillac. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, all right, where were we at? Oh, so then Braun uh, hit a horse's leg like a baseball bat swing and cut his legs off and said to Jamie, because Jamie was like, 
I only got one hand, it's the wrong one, and I can't fight. And he said, Well can how many can you take? He said, One if he's really slow. So once he cut the once he cut the legs off the horse, he was like, Is he slow enough for you? And went <laughs> off the <laughs> he went off to fight like the other the last dude. And Jamie had the longest struggle fight ever. <laughs> he was getting his ass whooped up and down that motherfucking sand <laughs> up the hill down the hill and luckily he caught the sword with his hand because someone made his gold hand with a sword size grip thank, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, thank the lord for that yeah he, it was fun though he hit that thing they both looked at each other like oh shit and he was mm-hmm. like oh shit i'm not cut take that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um you know after they win the fight brian like yo i got a, I got myself a horse i always wanted one of these doing horses that can run all day and night and jamie was like that's cool but we need to bury these bodies and brian was like the birds need to eat too man fuck it let's go and uh jamie said nah we need to bury them because bodies will draw questions right and so brian was like you know how long it's gonna take us to, to bury all these bodies dig all these holes and he, Jamie was like, "That's funny." Uh, what I just realized, us, uh, I can't dig with my hand like this. So, okay, you got to bury all the bodies. And Brian, like, motherfucker, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have agreed to come to this bullshit. Yep. <laughs> um. So then we cut to Laria, um, who is the widow of Oberyn Martell, and Laria is like, or Oberyn Sand. I think Sand was his last name because he uh, was a bastard or some crazy shit anyway uh she rolled up on three women's three young ladies who i believe are the sand snakes uh because she said the sand snakes were with her and then she rolled up on these three young ladies and And you were right all right cool so she was like hey dog um what's up and one of them over was like will it be war (laughs) yes they were like we ain't come for no games my daddy dead yeah she was pressed to fight and she and um Illyria was like man these niggas is tripping because right now they basically talking about some um they don't want to go to war um um fucking prince uh doran i think is his name right he's been it's because the nature of them he's like reasonable he was like uh that nigga didn't have to do that like it's not like they went up and killed him he volunteered and ended up dying like there's no injustice in his mind he was like there's no i'm sad he died but there's no injustice here Mm-hmm. but they um, ain't trying to hear that yeah they don't really fuck with all that logic and reason and shit mm-hmm. uh because they mad <laughs> right and when you when you mad that that's cool that you could reason this out but we can't right and she was like uh bitch i cut my hair because i was pissed mm-hmm. i seen what he did and it wasn't pretty fuck him yeah so she was like look man um uh Alaria was like we don't really need uh to kill i mean to to get an army to start a war we mm-hmm. got her daughter mm-hmm. and we can kill cersei's daughter or take her hostage or whatever and that'll start the war for us and that's when uh the uh the the girls you know she asked are y'all on my side with this and them immediately was like yeah and then uh uh the other one um uh tn was like yeah i'm down and obara obara gave like a speech she was basically like i ain't know my daddy for all these years then he just showed up one day and was like yo i'm over in martell i'm your daddy 
and you need to learn how to fight and she was like um i don't know and her mama started crying talking about you can't be making my daughter fight and shit and he was like look this dorm you either learn how to fight and you gotta pick your you need to learn how to fight you need to pick a weapon and he pointed to his spear and then he pointed to his her mom's tears and i love that story because i could just see over and doing it in my head mm-hmm. like that was so awesome mm-hmm, like tears are a weapon too but you want to be that or you want to pick up the spear and start fucking niggas up and she picked her spear up out the ground and come to find out they had the captain from the ship in the ground he was telling secrets mm-hmm. and he had told them about jamie and Bron entering dorn to look for his daughter or niece and uh <laughs> she and she threw that spear through his motherfucking head and was like you ain't even got ass what i'm down for i'm down for this motherfucking war then nigga right they had him we had like a upside down bucket that you put uh middle lights in you know how you get mm-hmm. a tub of uh, 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 beers yeah and that fucking shit had um, some scorpions in it was like yeah that nigga right there mm-hmm so uh then and they had scorpions on yeah it was crazy mm-hmm. so i was like man i bet he wish he had stuck with that gold and went on about his business um all right so then we cut to Tyrion and jor Tyrion wakes up and he's in the boat and he wants his fucking gag taken out and he starts singing annoying songs till the dude does it jor takes his gag out and he his first two questions were who are you jor said your captor his second question was, do you have wine? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Way to keep your eye on the ball, Tyrion. Keep your eye on the prize. Right, he was like, all I want to do is get drunk. And then Tyrion asked like two more questions and figured out everything about Jorah and, and his whole life. Yeah, he was like, I might have been drunk, but I was goddamn paying attention. I remember you. He figured out Jorah was the snitch. He figured out Jorah was uh used to, was highborn where he was from his last name um he figured out uh that he had betrayed the khaleesi and got caught and that's why he was exiled and that he was gonna trade him trade Tyrion to the khaleesi in hopes for a reprieve on his exile and to be able to um you know try to uh you know curry favor with her um he saw the breastplate like on his armor it was just a man he's just so good mm-hmm, he's, he's so fucking smart right um like he's just like she found out didn't she and she exiled you and he's like and your plans were just as likely to get you killed as it is me mm-hmm. so you really shouldn't go through with it and uh George got tired of hearing the truth so he knocked his ass out i was like mm-hmm. she loved to keep him alive somebody on twitter i'm oh, sorry go ahead karen oh oh no problem go ahead sweetie I said somebody on Twitter said that's where he messed up because Sober Tyrion is the smartest person in the Seven Kingdoms, and I totally agree. Yes. 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 Very smart and very intelligent. It's just one of those things where he was like, um, I'm actually more valuable than you are to her right now, so you either she's going to kill us both or kill you and keep me. Mm-hmm. You know what I liked about the scene, though, is um, earlier in it, they said Tyrion said he couldn't sleep without wine. And after Jordan knocked his ass out, they didn't implicitly say it, but he had to look like, your ass sleep now. Like, it was, <laughs> it was good. So then they cut to, uh, motherfucking Khaleesi, um, Khaleesi Paltrow, and she was up in the castle talking about, uh, everyone looks happy from up here. And I was like, yeah, that's the problem. 
because you up so high yeah of course everyone looks happy when your ass rich and you living in the motherfucking pyramid looking down on everybody and all the discord and you ain't got to worry about it mm-hmm. of course everyone looks happy to you so i was like you always say some dumb shit so um uh my man barristan was hanging out with her and he told her about her older brother Rhaegar, who's dead and she he was like yeah he used to be busking and shit he like go out on the streets and sing music and shit you know he was a man of the people and she was like what he was a he played he was singing he was a musician she was, he was like yeah he was real good at singing and shit and he was like viserys never told you that was her brother that tried to like pawn her off to the um to the dothraki right and she the one that got the gold on his face mm-hmm. all right so she was like um viserys just told me that uh Rhaegar was good at killing people and he was like well he was good at that too but you know like we used to go out and he would like get some money and shit and like you know get drunk give it to other musicians give it to charity like he was just you know just want to see how much he can make so um she was like um and you know and basically the point of his story was like you need to be a person of the people you can't be up here in this tower and but it was such a gentle way of telling her like you know he was a man of the people because he got in the streets you up here in the tower talking about it looks peaceful but you know you, you scared to go down there and you don't really know what's going on it could be this it could be all kind of shit happening down there but you're so separated from it you wouldn't know and uh then uh my man uh dario comes in and he was like has is here i'm like who the fuck is his dar uh his dar apparently is that lionel richie looking nigga's name <laughs> I, I, had, I, I had no idea <laughs> what his name was his dog yeah i had no idea that's what his name was all this time uh and she so sir barristan because he was like you want me to stay with you and uh dario was like i could protect her from his dog and i'm like man she always got these niggas pressed to protect her but okay um and barristan was like uh okay then and she was like i could protect myself from his dog i ain't scared of this nigga uh but barristan i want you to go on the streets and sing a song for me and i was like a swan song so his dar um <laughs> was still pressed to bring the motherfucking nfl back we get it dog you want the gladiators and he's mm-hmm. like the american gladiators is the only thing bringing the people together right and as long as you keep denying the gladiator fights and the arena you, you're gonna have problems right he said tradition is the only thing that will hold this city your city together right you can't strip them of that and didn't expect everything to run smooth she has no respect for tradition true she just up here to gentrify and that's it she's like why can't we put a starbucks right where the library used to be i don't get it i was like no bitch that's a historical <laughs> site she was like fuck your sites right like that's the martin luther king library what they, what they need the cultural center for right i don't understand don't you guys want to whole foods um so while she was getting this speech by lionel richie about tradition uh they show like clips of the sons of the harpy all in masks walking up the street and going up the back way and shit i was like this ain't good Mm-hmm. they had that this ain't good music playing yeah they did uh so gray worm um and them dudes was like walking down the street patrolling and the second sons and if you remember the second sons were the reason that dario said he was able to get the information on the sons of the harpy in the first place he was like because we mingle in the streets with the hoes and the bars and shit we find out information that y'all can't find out so i found out what people are hiding shit well the people that they killed this time were the second sons 
so they didn't go after the unsullied at first they went after the second sons and they just killed them niggas while they was talking to the hoes man and um yep and then the unsullied rolled up like towards the screams of this prostitute who was holding one of the um you know holding one of the uh dead second sons crying and it was like what happened she pointed them to the direction that she wanted them to go and then as soon as they walked off her face cleared up tears gone Oh yeah! Oh, that mm-hmm. was set up. Another actress that can act better than Scarlett Johansson. That's what I kept thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they fell for it and they ran right into a trap. Sons yeah, of the, they did. Sons of the Harpy surrounded them. It was a motherfucking massacre. Yes, it was. And motherfucking Grey Worm Obama was up in that bitch fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta tell you, man, that dude looked like Chris Paul when he had tore his hamstring because he was giving them the business yes and not only was he giving the business he was giving the business about to get fucked up old man showed up and was like hey dog i got you and that was enough to give him strength to be like you know what fuck it if you can do if you out here older than me with your torn acl i know i can fight i was getting to that so oh my bad so gray worm was fighting them niggas and he was like holding his own but his boys was dying mm-hmm. you know and he was like getting down to i really think it was just him left with mm-hmm. one spear he was had been stabbed actually he didn't even have his yeah 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 he didn't even have a spear no more he had a knife right and he had been stabbed and they were surrounding him and sir barrister showed up like motherfucking shep in a butter rim <laughs> yes he did in full khakis and dress shoes and everything and was like <laughs> y'all got a jersey <laughs> And they gave him a jersey, and he got in the game. He put all them old man moves on them young boys. Yes, he did. He was out there talking about hand part of the ball, call your foul, no blood, no foul. He was giving them everything, uh, elbows to the ribs, like, uh, and he was get like he was cutting them up, crossovers, everything you could from the old school hook shots. Uh, and he was fucking them little young niggas up, man. Even and like. Grey Worm, like you said, Karen, got his second boost of energy because, you know, right. they had to divide their attention to the old man. Right. And Grey Worm was like, I mean, he was fighting his heart out. For people that seen Daredevil, it was like the end of uh, episode two. Like, okay. without spoiling anything. Just, mm-hmm. the fight was just brutal and unending. And mm-hmm. this nigga was exasperated. Like, at one point, he couldn't stand. Right. It was just him with a spear, like, I hope these niggas is as tired as i am because i'm beat uh like somewhere charlie cox was like damn this nigga good right so <laughs> um them niggas was bleeding and shit and uh you know they was all cut up and sir barristan had finally they got to him they chopped up his leg a little bit and he fell to the ground then they stabbed him a couple times and then uh and he still killed them niggas too mm-hmm. and then one of them got behind him ready to cut his throat and motherfucking gray worm killed that dude right before he could cut sir barrison's throat and then they both laid there in the alley bleeding out so and they were basically uh everybody else had died like either you know the sully or 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 the other people it was like uh the screenshot was basically dead bodies everywhere yeah it was just these niggas sleeping in their own blood and then unsullied and sons of the harpy dead everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere it like roach like a roach trap um but uh yeah I, I don't think well i guess we can get into what we think is gonna happen next week because i can't see no fucking way 
that old man lives that nigga old yo mm-hmm. can't be fucking no old man yeah, up like die. that he got to right like that nigga need to call like life alert or some shit man ah! <laughs> like that shit wasn't good man <laughs> so um what are y'all looking forward to next week me to go, I, I go first um i wonder if gray warren lived mm-hmm. uh because the way they ended like everybody kind of went down so you don't really know who lived and who didn't um it's going to be interesting to see about Cersei's daughter mm-hmm. uh who's get to it first and how that's going to show up because uh the nigga walking in with one arm on them on them them sand snake girls they don't give his ass the business all right what about you uh nicole what you looking forward to i'm looking forward to the sand snakes and season records and shop and then dragons we got a little sneak peek of Tyrion and them in the boat and a big old dragon probably drove on flying overhead i, I want to see what what the going zone is yeah i'm not gonna front i'm looking forward to daenerys possibly redeeming herself because i think she will my thing has not been to say i'm done with her it's just been that she's been fucking up so bad i need her to get her i need her to get her steez back because this is not who she used to be Mm-mm. she used to be mm-hmm. somebody now she acted now she acting real white and it's not good mm-hmm. so i need her to get back to uh you know daenerys the conqueror that comes through and with a firm hand not not trying to rule but just trying to get justice i like that better when she was just like y'all niggas had slaves Mm-mm, all y'all dead bye <laughs> like that was better for me when she, this whole like well the slaves need to get along with the masters all right then you know i'm not a fan of that so i think i think she will i think you mm-hmm. know after she realizes that they was right in telling her about the, i think she gonna open up the pits this is my opinion i you know i think some of that's gonna change yeah i just wanted to have a firm hand and i think she need to have that fire like she needed motivation to go back in that chamber open up the doors and be like dragons you coming with me babies i'm sorry mm-hmm. mama sorry she locked you up in here yeah we on these streets again yeah she ain't and gonna be scared of them last time she walked down and it was like Bitch! she was like right. oh my bad my bad like <laughs> like it, it looks so bad because the reason she birthed the dragons because she wasn't scared of the fire right like who is this new woman what have you done with my bae Ugh, disgusting disgusting um anyway that's what happened when you let dario hit it man just get your focus <laughs> off uh we had a couple emails dumb thrones by mark he writes in what's good rod karen justin okay quick thoughts on the first four episodes all four though nigga anyway the khaleesi is fucking <laughs> up she should have killed that mass dude as soon as they brought him in instead she killed that other dude and now the city hates her that situation is completely like when america calls itself helping a foreign country and just makes it worse is the khaleesi related to george w bush because this shit is going to end about as well as afghanistan yeah a lot of people have been writing about how it's just like iraq and that's where he george r R. martin got a lot of the uh uh whatever from no uh and and no i didn't look that up to read it just 37 niggas told me on twitter because you can't ask anything that ends in a question mark on twitter without everyone telling you all the motherfucking business even if it's rhetorical anyway also why did they why did the so-called holly trainer and solely get tore by a bunch of allegedly untrained randoms who are just doing the mass thing for ramen ramen money did their light skinnedness finally kick in and they forgot how to fight uh well justin's not here to catch that slight but i will say um uh 
uh numbers man the fucking i mean it's not like they defeated the whole army unless that's what that was supposed to symbolize but i mean they just had superior numbers and they they killed unsullied um i think something bad is gonna happen to cersei by the end of the season in fact i'm 90 percent sure and i can't fucking wait she fucking up worse than the khaleesi uh possibly man i think she's gonna get her kids killed fucking with these um Mm-hmm. religious people right religious people don't give a fuck about all that crown shit um <laughs> uh, first cersei was uh first cersei was showing her ass in the small council the scene reminded me of a kid acting up when their parents aren't around because they think extended family can't be her her uncle did everything but say bitch don't make me go get my belt second having lords arrested even if it was indirectly not that i believe that shit was so stupid because the tyrells are the only ones that keep the king's landing from being foreclosed on she gonna fuck around and wind up in the iron bank taking the castle with the iron bank taking the castle and sending Arya and zartan to kill her i bet the iron bank comes out the folks harder than sally may yes they do mm-hmm. well if you're long still with sally may as nick Jew would say i mean come on step step your game up step your game up anyway marjorie is going to get big mama lady olena involved and it's about to be somebody's ass i love me some lady olena she talks shit like the older women on on my west indian side of the family (laughs) freaky prince's brother i think he's just mourning his brother i think he feels really guilty too remember last season when freaky prince was dropping those bars on tywin and cersei my brother couldn't come because he's the he, he has the gout a rich man's disease but you wouldn't know anything about that he's probably thinking that if he had been well enough to go to king's landing his brother would be alive yeah i believe that maybe man i just know that you know they felt slighted when Oberyn showed up as well and it could also just been a slight like we're not sending the king to y'all shit we're sending uh the mm-hmm. prince because fuck y'all y'all killed Ilaria, um or Illyria uh also alaria isn't his wife more like his living girlfriend yeah i see that man she's only the mom of one of them uh sand snakes so apparently she's just like the most downest of the chicks okay that he be fucking around with but still she she like his common law or something i don't right. care it's, it's 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 something on paper to say they married ain't nobody else trying to avenge this nigga so that's his wife as far as i'm concerned me too uh cersei tried to talk sh- uh shit to her about being a bastard all the dornish bastards had the same last name sand and not being oberon's wife but oberon said that children are born out of love and enduring they're not barbarians and they treat people equally this happened in the same scene where oberon called oberon called tower and broke oh yeah i remember i want to learn more about dornish they're the only culture that seems to call out the backwards bullshit the other kingdoms do anyway freaky prince sean kemp size family is getting ready to come after the lannisters to avenge their daddy the lannisters are about to be in some shit agree so the light-skinned black people are slaves and they make the asian women slave prostitutes man are they just trying to help the think peace economy that being said i wonder if tatsu from arrow who was preaching like melisandre's messy ass had the poltergeist pussy powers too anyway love the recaps i look forward to recaps much as the actual show thank you mark and last email uh dr dostax right said howdy rod karen and nick Jew. so he was prepared hey i hope all is well first off i haven't read the books but i predict that something bad is gonna happen to marjorie i mean let's be honest guys at this point something bad gonna happen to all of them <laughs> everybody gonna get some if you predict it you're gonna be right if you just if the show goes on long enough we'll be right about pretty much everybody 
she basically told cersei listen you're old and drunk and i'm going to fuck your influence out of your son you old drunk cersei is the kind of person who in lieu of wit throws a bottle at somebody mm-hmm. oh my god she's evelyn lazada god damn <laughs> she be walking on the table barefooted i'm not even joking right now that just blew my mind she is evelyn lazada dog that's what evelyn do like evelyn not about being cut being the most clever insult she about throwing that motherfucking bottle at your head and being like so now what bitch hmm then what? she gonna walk across the table to fight somebody right now what what your words gonna do when this when this motherfucking bottle at your throat though and she be right as wrong as it is it's right because ultimately it's everybody so right. <laughs> yeah everybody there just to talk shit cersei not there to just talk shit she mm-hmm. like are we talking shit but also now your brother in prison what hmm oh nothing to say (laughs) so you so you'll be heading home is that a one-way ticket or a round trip (laughs) are you returning Mm, i fuck with cersei but yeah she evelyn lazada dog um also since dawn is basically a land of break babies shout out to d-wade uh finally has khaleesi clinton fucked things up to a point where even Tyrion can't fix things peace y'all dr dostax i don't think she's i think her children gonna die because that's just what's gonna happen that's the privacy and i think she fucks up by being overbearing but um you know that's just her that's that's what she is all right man um let's go ahead and get into the segments oh, i'm here i'm getting oh because i think i sound like shit and it's hard to hear and i want y'all to have a good rest of y'all show but i'll be listening oh okay all right nick jew well um i'm sorry that uh you gotta go but you know we appreciate you coming through though you appreciate the invite sorry my internet was hating we started talking about the red witch and everything went south so ah yeah yeah i should have never i should have never called out just for not being here he jinxed the show (laughs) all right nick jew we love you and we'll we'll have you back soon man we'll get it right next time love you guys all right bye 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 sweetie oh man internet started cutting up yeah man you know we love us some nick jew dog so let me get it off screen and uh we'll go into the same let's just go straight to ball alert let's do it um Got it here go twelve bar. Gucci man got nine car. We don't call him down no more. Oh now we call him five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. It's a six forty five. This that new M6. Pay a bill, get a half fix, my even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super high. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man a thug B. Yo man is a shrug. See she love me now, she love you not. Yeah, all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, look up Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel, you can meet me. Five star bitch. 
That's a five star bitch. It's a five star bitch. That's a five star bitch. If your credit gone high, females they fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head somebody. You a five star bitch. 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 I need a all right chat room here are your choices got some new ones for you groupie tells i only knew raheem divine for a few hours and i loved him <laughs> number two groupie tells i spent valentine's day with 50 cent oh lord number three where's khalifa groupie tell <laughs> Number four, a Nicki Minaj groupie tale. Oh, shit. And number five, finding love on the World Wide Web. Go ahead and tally the votes. I'll play some music. Boy, yo, Gotti, I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. This the remix that I'm still out here looking for a five-star chick. When I catch her, I'm a blesser with a five-star kid. She a natural-born hustler. She ain't chasing no suckers. Only mess with real niggas. She ain't never fuck a buster. So you cars and your jewelry. Really don't excite them. Making ass moves in the club on fire. She was born in the A. But the school in D.C. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, and she moved to Tennessee. If you ain't a five star, shorty, go ahead and face it, fake, you can fake, move, shorty, that'll make you fake. Alright, where we at, Karen? Four. Number four, that would be, uh, Nicki Minaj Groupie Tale? Wow, really, guys? Alright. I like it, I like it. Women power, let's go for these women. Let's get in their business. Um, alright, so this is from 2010 jack from a random message board it says some chicks Nicki minaj tried to smash got freaked out by her oversized ass uh and dashed on her and told all her friends about what happened Mm. my my play cousin in miami told me that a nightclub in miami Nicki minaj whispered in her ear that she wanted to eat me out uh at first my play cousin though thought i guess thought thought she was some random rat in the club but when somebody came and asked her for a photo my play cousin realized it was Nicki minaj at first my play cousin was down <laughs> couldn't you give her a name at this point my play cousin was down because she figured she would probably get a few dollars from my from Nikki. my cousin is not gay she is just an opportunist <laughs> women uh well she asked Nikki when and where Nikki told her to meet her and her crew in the parking lot and they will be they will, they will go from there when they got to the parking lot, Nikki told her to wait to, so her guard can fan the limo driver over. When the limo came, Nikki told my play cousin to get in. My cousin asked if they were going to a room or what. Nikki said she don't need a room. She got plenty of room in this limo. As my cousin started pulling down her panties, she noticed some kind of booty fat hanging from under Nikki's dress. My cousin asked Nikki what that was, and Nikki said that was her ass. My cousin said she was so turned off by that funny-looking meat hanging out of Nikki's ass that she didn't want her touching her at all. She said she told Nikki to let her out because she may have an STD or something wrong with her thighs. I told my play cousin that those were her injections. She said Nikki was cussing and shit, talking about why did I waste her time, why did she waste her time, etc. My play cousin works events in Miami, and she was, was talked about badly on this site i still like nikki though lesbianism is what's hot in 2010 i guess i just can't do it uh and then let's see lms says nasty ass pun intended 
ball oh. alert says what the hey ccd is working on ball for she says that's just nasty lol but funny uh damn straight says left my ass off glam moon dust says this is fucking hilarious fruitcake says wow just me says glad to be a service lol but you know the booty me had to be strange looking for a chick to be freaked lol uh come on boss i was expecting you say get the fuck out of here lol ever since i heard you say it on hashtag tkbs whenever i say see those letters i'm here i hear your voice in my head lol uh why you gotta give me mental images says ccd uh consider the scandalous nature of her play cousin i can understand would you want to claim this person is blood just me says i'm literally lolin and black celebritant says ha ha i can imagine her being scared of that ass it's out of this world <laughs> all right man and uh i still have to use the bathroom my stomach is hurting now what did i eat i'll be right back more five star remix it ain't a
Put most of your share in bars like you got the bottle bunk in it. Two men sale. A two man Something's in the water. Something's in the water. And if I got a brown nose for some gold, then I'd rather be a bum than a motherfucking bum. Oh, yeah. Bitch, where you and I was walking. Now I run the game, got the whole world talking. King Kota, everybody wanna cut the legs off. King Kota, black man taking no losses. Oh, yeah. Bitch, where you and I was walking. Now I run the game, got the whole world talking. King Kota, everybody wanna cut the legs off. King Kota, you got the yams. Shoot at your identity and bounce to the left. Stuck a flag in my city. Everybody screaming Compton. I should probably run from here when I'm done. To be honest, and I put that on my mama and my baby boo too. 20 million walking out the court, baby. Woo woo. Oh yeah, fuck the judge. I made it past 25, and now I was a little nappy-headed nigga with the world behind. Oh my God, I'm dying. All right, here we go. <laughs> you want to wrap it up soon? Yeah. Well, we need to do guest the race, and then we we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um. All right. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. All mm-hmm. right. Oh, and today's guest the race is brought to you by Bevel. Uh, Bevel is, of course, a shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. You can get clearer, smoother skin with Bevel. Don't you want to get some clearer, smoother skin? I mean, mm-hmm. nobody wants to walk around with irritated, bumpy, bruised, discolored skin. Uh, Four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps and discoloration and irritation um, when using uh, Bevel. So 80% chance, guys, you'll look better. It's created by Tristan Walker, who's a young entrepreneur who wanted to cater to the unique shaving needs of black men. Uh, not to mention Nas is an early investor in the company. Um, and I know a lot of you guys are Nas stands. Don't you want to support your homie? Uh, so from design to performance to customer service, Bevel over delivers. Starter kit comes with a safety razor, shaving brush, blades, primer oil, shaving cream, and a cool restoring bomb. Get 20% off when you go to getbevel.com and use code TBGWT. 20% off your first month at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. All right. Let's, uh, go ahead and do one of these articles. How about this one? A Avondon male is arrested at the pelvis bumping a stranger in the store. Pelvis bumping shit. Pelvis bumping. Uh, authorities arrested an Avondon man accused of pelvis bumping a stranger inside a Marrero store. The incident occurred Saturday afternoon. 
uh the the unidentified victim a woman told deputy she was inside the store when a man she didn't know came up behind her grabbed her by her hips and thrust his pelvis against her backside three times (laughs) the woman said she did nothing to invite his attention and definitely didn't give him permission to touch her right she told investigators she was frightened and felt violated yes very scary investigators arrested the suspect identified as darnell harris 42 years old of avondale and booked him with a sexually sexual battery he was he was still being held tuesday at the jefferson parish correctional center in gretna tuesday on a seventy-five thousand dollar bond guess the rest race of darnell uh harris let's check the chat room see what they believe um, it was like you getting all these thrust mm-hmm uh let's see what they think in the chat room black like me playing playing find a girl freak a girl zatarin man black (laughs) dear brother (laughs) i don't see nothing wrong with all with a little bump and grind black says hc (laughs) uh well um the correct oh treating her body like a house and coming to home in through the back door negro shout out to my uncle darnell about to go back to prison (laughs) (laughs) oh man outcast black rob i like you i want you black darnell is a bevel user for show uh the correct answer is is black (laughs) oh wait i forgot to put his picture in the chat hold on put his picture enough for you guys yeah he black for real yeah this is about as black as it gets um and there you guys go all right so let's get to uh let's just go to the second round I'm not gonna play the song don't want to risk uh don't want to risk uh accident here uh here's one um a woman is accused of seducing her teen neighbor uh but she's also already been priorly uh investigated for being a dog fucker oh a 23 year old florida woman was arrested monday for allegedly having sex with her 15 year old neighbor she was accused in 2012 of having sex with at least two dogs <gasps> volusia county police did say, they run the train on her yes they did volusia county police say Brittany sonnier uh seduced her teenager a uh, teen neighbor uh despite knowing that he was underage she also accused is accused of providing the boy with alcohol and weed in 2012 she allegedly told her ex-boyfriend that she'd been having vaginal and oral sex with her family dog since she was 13 oh. and she wanted to have a threesome with him and the dog well see why he's her ex right right sonia's dog loving history was apparently well known to her alleged teen victim uh according to Volusia arrest report the teen who stayed next door with his father on the weekends was informed of her past arrest of bestiality that's probably when he got the idea right Mm -hmm. the teen admitted to having intercourse with her for two nights and said he was concerned about contracting a venereal disease yeah he probably should be doubt that it's that clean that she letting dogs in there right she probably do that thing that people that kiss their dogs in the mouth do like let's do a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human mouth mm-hmm. it's like yeah well i saw a dog eat some shit the other day i'm sorry look his ass i've never seen a dog brush their teeth all right for her later latest brush with the law sonia was charged with felony counsel lewd and lascivious battery sex act with a person less than 16 years of age and contributing to the delinquency of a minor guess the race 
of what is that for britney sonnier all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe britney sonnier's race is uh she can't use a cone so don't bring her home white girl literal oh. dog lover white she got more time for effing the dogs than effing underage boy white open the new things white we love dogs more than black people white her friends say all men are dogs and she misunderstood white love dogs kids and long walks on the beach white ah jesus uh she is white even though jesus was black the correct answer yes, is, is and it looks like all of you guys got it she was white all right now let's get into of course the last thing we talk about here that we have to cover every time i don't care if i gotta go to the bathroom or not i will never be down on the job for this never say that i don't care about sore ratchetness for real all right a 51 year old man was arrested early monday morning on suspicion of attempted murder after allegedly trying to stab a couple sitting in a parked vehicle near the chatter charter oak park in camarillo really dude michael benson was allegedly armed with a sword when he approached the man and the woman around 1:45 a.m and began hitting their vehicle he then allegedly used the sword to shatter both windows and attempted to stab the victims. By the time the sheriff's deputies arrived, Benson had thrown the sword on the ground. He was arrested and transported to a hospital for medical evaluation. He was booked in the Ventura County Pretrial Detention Facility for attempted murder and felony vandalism. And he's currently being held on a million dollars bail. Well, thank goodness they took it serious. Mm-hmm. Million dollars bail is pretty good. Yes, you know? it is. It's about the best you can hope for in these terrible, terrible situations all right guys we'll talk to you guys uh tomorrow uh wait no not tomorrow saturday for feedback show Uh, (laughs) yeah tomorrow if you we're doing a special balls deep tomorrow at noon Mm -hmm. with justin around noon time anyway maybe 11 because justin is graduating he's graduating guys from college he's being responsible on friday man so like hit do me a favor hit him on twitter at rhyme over reason right hit him up on and congratulate him man you know like he does a good job of being the ratchet part of the show and entertaining but like i said i wouldn't have anybody on the show that that really was as crazy as justin sounds (laughs) correct they gotta let that person in my house fuck no all right man well anyway guys we appreciate you and until next time i love you i love you too baby